0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday, it's December 20th. It is 2022. We have five NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast. If you're watching live on YouTube, it's Monday. I hope everyone's having a fantastic Monday. I definitely had the case of the Mondays today, so I'm really excited that we're going to break down some Tuesday NBA Joined today by my good buddy, Dre. You all know him in the DFS streets as Drizzy26. Dre, what's happening, my friend?
2: I'm um, much just hanging in there, sweating out some bets and sweating out some DFS lineups. I'm hopefully going to you know do well tonight and, and have a good profit, but we'll see what happens.
1: Well, I mean, speaking of bets, I <laughs> mentioned yesterday on the podcast that the Portland line just screamed – like portland minus seven <laughs> um that didn't work um also i'm not making any excuses but when i when we record the podcast sga was totally not supposed to play in that game so um updated upgraded in the morning and then ended up playing which yeah i mean what a what a game what a shot um just saw it right before we you know jumped on here so SGA, man, doing doing work. Um, but yeah, man, ready to talk some hoops. We got a nice little five-gamer, a couple back-to-back teams. So always fun, but let's jump right in. We get started here with the Utah Jazz at Detroit Pistons, 233 total in this game. Utah is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Utah is on the second end of a back-to-back, so we'll see what we're looking at injury-wise for them. Cunningham, livers out still. Um, Olenek did not play with an ankle sprain on Monday, so we'll see if he's back. And then we know that Colin Sexton's dealing with this hamstring injury. They expected him to be close to being back this week, so we'll see if he's back um, for this game and maybe someone else sits. But talk to me here. What do you like for the Utah Jazz side of this game?
2: Uh, Utah Jazz is going to be probably just the main two like. Probably two guys for me. Laurie marketing is someone I don't mind getting a lot of exposure to, um, as well as Jordan Clarkson. And this is a good spot for him, especially uh, ranked, not ranked towards the bottom of the league uh, as far as with guard play or, or as for, for the Jazz, I mean, for the Detroit Pistons. So something I think I want to try to attack, honestly, even though we have uh, with Sexton, I think who is going to still be out. Um, and also Conley, because I, Conley has, I don't think he played on many back-to-backs this year um played on a few but i kind of don't expect him to play here or if he does play like not a lot of minutes so i would just pretty much focus on those two guys
1: yeah i mean we'll have to see if olenic is out again because i mean that's some potential minutes there i mean they kind of got blown out against the Cavs, so it's tough but i mean kessler and vanderbilt both were kind of looking like they were going to get decent minutes in that game um I think they ended up with, like, 25 and 24. So, you know, if Olenek is out, um, you know, I think this is a spot you could potentially go to some value, especially with Kessler at 5K against Detroit. Detroit, not a great defensive team, especially against bigs. Markkanen has the ceiling. I think Clarkson with Conley back, it's tough for me to play him. I mean, does Conley play the second end of a back-to-back will be interesting. Um, I mean, he was playing back to backs before he got hurt. Uh, before we get to the Detroit side, big hurt. Yes, yes. Stevie will nailed the J Val call. Yes, he did. And uh, and just like, just so you all know, um, he did text me, and all it said was uh, J Val uh, dot dot dot. And um, you know, <laughs> shout out to my boy Will. He absolutely smashed that call. Um, I was wrong. I'm okay with being wrong. Um, so the Detroit side of this one, tough team to kind of figure it out here. Um, Bogdanovich has been scoring, but that's really all he's been doing. I mean, point prop wise, you know, especially on sleeper, our fan, you know, our sponsor, you know, you always kind of look at his point prop, especially in a matchup here against Utah. They are not a great defensive team. So maybe you're looking at Bogdanovich and, um, Maybe you're potentially looking at Hayes in a game stack scenario, but I'm not going out of my way to play a ton here. I mean, Ivy at 5k kind of seems like his ceiling is maybe six, seven x. I don't know if he really has like monster ceiling, So, uh, is there anything that I'm missing here for Detroit?
2: Um, uh, Bogdanovich definitely is definitely a guy I want to look at for sure, but um, what about a guy like uh, a, a Duran? Um, I know Jalen Duran, I know like he's probably like the He's playing minutes, I know, with um, Isaiah Stewart here. But he's been playing a lot of minutes the last three games, 36, 30, and 28. If he's still going to get those amount of minutes, I think he makes for an interesting DPP play here um, on the small slate because uh, Utah just struggles against uh, struggles as far as rebounding the ball. So I can see him getting a little bit of a cheap and easy double-double here. And I don't mind taking a shot on a guy like Jaden uh, Ivory as well here in this spot.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's really just kind of taking what, um, most of, like, Bagley's minutes? Yeah. And even, like, Sadiq Bay's minutes, potentially. So, um, I mean, they're still playing him and Stewart together. So, I don't hate that call on Duran at 4,800, especially against Utah. Um, they're just, Utah's not a great team. And, I mean, this is a spot where these guys could easily smash. So, no problems with that on the Detroit side. We're moving on. This is a basketball game, and this game's on the slate. We got Chicago at Miami. 224 total in this one. The Miami Heat, a five-point favorite in this one. On the Chicago Bulls side, ball is still out. Green is questionable. Um, And then on the Miami side, I mean, a lot of probables here. Butler's probable. Deadman's probable. We got Caleb Martin and Kyle Lowry, both questionable for this game. And then Vincent, you're at seven, out still for Miami. So we'll go to the Chicago side of this game first. Um, I mean, kind of have to note that Chicago is playing a lot faster this season than, you know, especially last season. But Miami still plays extremely slow. Miami's still a good defensive team in the top 10 in defensive rating where Chicago's about 18th this year. They haven't been as good defensively. What are your thoughts here on the Bulls?
2: Bulls is just like – it's only like three players I really like consider playing on that on a nightly basis. And that's gonna be Tamar, Levine, and some and sometimes uh Vucevic. That's really it. Maybe, maybe occasionally Patrick Williams too. But those are the three main three three, maybe possibly four guys that I would consider playing here in this spot. Mainly to trying to get to those three um three uh the three main guys here. So I would just honestly roster those guys if anything and make sure if I do in a game like this, like you said, I've been playing at a faster pace, might still playing at a slower pace. I'm gonna have to run it back. It needs to be a game stack for this type of situation automatically for me if I'm running if I'm playing Damar, Levine, or uh Vucevic in my lineup.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could definitely take some shots here. I still think DeRozan's my like favorite most nights. And then, like, Levine and Vooch are just kind of coin flips. Vooch is... I mean, he's not shooting a ton, but he's shooting efficiently. Um, He's getting some assists lately, so he's kind of added that part of his game. Um, I mean, maybe you're taking a shot on Vooch in this game, but I don't think I'm going to any of the value. It is a five-game slate. Patrick Williams still plays 30 minutes a night. He's still 4,200. I just don't think we end up on him on this one even on a small slate uh what are your thoughts here on the miami side
2: man miami this might be a good spot to take a chance on victor oladipo he's the minutes are up possibly like the minutes are up to like 30 minutes now seem like he's getting a little bit more healthier um and they're gonna need the scoring especially if kyle Lowry ends up being out so i like him in this spot as a as definitely a GPP tournament play um, on a on a small slate. Tyler Hero, I think is, a good, is in a great spot as well. Um, also, Bam out of Bio. Um, He's He kind of concerns me a little bit as far as what, when it comes to in the matchup because uh, Vuce is big, but um, is a bigger body than he is. But um, I think Bam is athletic enough where he can be able to Hopefully, spread the floor a little bit and, and get on Luchs, but and also his price point is just kind of high, especially on FanDuel being a nine three, um, and Jimmy Butler, who who I think honestly becomes a must play, if um, if uh, Kyle Lowry is
1: out. Yeah, I like Oladipo a lot more if Lowry sits, because um, wasn't it, I know I think Butler missed one of those games at least, right? Um, yeah. I I I know. I mean, they both played together against the Spurs, um, but Lowry was out. So I think Oladipo gets 30 minutes if Lowry sits. And I like to call a lot if Lowry sits. Um, I mean, it's good. Uh, Gosh, I want to see Victor. I think a lot of people want to see Victor Oladipo be healthy. I I mean, very talented. We all thought like this dude was going to be like a stud and just I mean, the injury bug. So many guys. So so many guys. I mean, the NBA is tough. I mean, the NFL is tough. The MLB is tough. I mean, injuries stink, and they ruin a lot of careers. But want to see Victor Oladipo healthy. We know the talent is there. The minutes, I think, really are going to be relying on if Lowry plays, especially with uh, Butler, probable, in this one. Butler is 9,200. He has 50-plus point upside on a five-game slate. Raw points are going to matter on this slate. I think it's really going to come down – to you know are you are you trying to get jaw and jokic are you trying to get different with maybe like a butler randall porzingis combo instead of going up to Morant and Jokic so I just you know kind of where my head is at I think that raw points matter and you're going to try to get Jokic as much as possible. So um if you're playing Jokic you probably run it back with Jaw and kind of hope that game stack works out but A lot of people are going to be doing that, and that's a 10 o'clock game. So, Moving on, we're going to New York, Madison Square Garden. We got the Warriors and the Knicks, 2-24 total in this one. Knicks, a four-point favorite. On the Golden State side, Curry is out, and Wiggins is out still. On the Knicks side, just Obi Toppin. Um, He's out, so Klay Thompson, probable. Kaminga, probable. Warriors side first. What do you like here for Golden State?
2: Golden State's going to be pretty much like the usual suspects, the same typical guys that wouldn't play here. Uh, Jordan Poole, even, uh, Jordan Poole uh, Clay Thompson, uh, Dante DiVincenzo as well, um, with with Curry being out, as well as Draymond Green. Um, I think those being four guys have to be somewhat in your line of consideration today. Um, and I don't mind the mini-games second like, this game because I can see this game. Getting a little, um, going a little over over today for what the total is. Um, I also don't mind taking the shots on uh, Kevon Looney, he's been playing well the last two games. Um, I it is not even like his blocks and steals, like granted. For the last game, he only had one block, the game before they had two blocks and two steals, but he's just been rebounding and scoring, um, and getting some assists there. So, um, I think that this is Kevon Looney, it's an excellent tournament play i know his price is up a little bit but i think it's all we have to look at and if you're running 150 you have to consider him
0: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast
1: I like this game. I think overall this game is a great game to target. I think the pace is really good for New York. They're going to get a bump in this one. So I think Jordan Poole, large field tournaments, definitely in play. Overall, not my favorite play because of the price. I mean, Clay Thompson, I think, is the play here. I think he's going to chuck. And I think he is very much in play at 6,600. DiVincenzo's price is kind of caught up. I don't know if he has a huge ceiling at 62. um, But I definitely like Draymond at 59. So kind of with you um, on Draymond call. And then on the next side of this one, I mean, Julius Randle has shown monster ceiling. And I I mean, this is a game where if we're just going to play the hot hand and we're going to mix it up a little bit on this slate, I think Julius Randle... Has to be in the conversation. 28-24, 31-38, 34, 30% usage in his last six games. Uh, what are your thoughts here on the Knicks?
2: Yeah, I love Draymond today uh, or tomorrow. I, I think he's just an excellent, excellent player regardless. Um, it's, it's only pretty much the three lefties for me. Um, Draymond, Brunson, and, and RJ Barrett. I really don't, I don't mind taking shots on quickly here um, as a value guy, but I'm mainly going to try to focus on um, just those main three guys. I, I think that they're in great spots, but Draymond being my favorite. Um, and if I'm, if I'm running, like, if I have RJ or um, Brunson in my lineups, I would run it back with those guys because I want those guys to have the upside game here um, and reach their ceiling all that they have uh, potentially have on this slate.
1: Yeah, I think I'd rank them Julius Randle, Brunson, and then I think – I would have Robinson price-wise um, over Barrett. But, I mean, Barrett is a guy that can break a slate when he's shooting the ball really well. I don't know how much value we're going to get on a five-game slate. So I think you could potentially play Quentin Grimes at 4,800 as well. Um, it's just really going to see how the value kind of opens up. He's earned minutes here. I mean, they're just they're really not giving Cam Reddish a ton of run anymore. And I think that Grimes has really benefited from good play, so I think he's someone you could roll out here depending on the value um, that opens up. And we have two teams on back to back, so the potential for value is there. So we'll we'll have to kind of see how it works out. We got Washington at Phoenix, two twenty six total. Phoenix, a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Like I said, they're on the second end of a back-to-back here. Washington side, Hachimara is out. Um, Wright is out. But looking at Phoenix, I mean, Cam Johnson, we'll have to see. I know they, they talked about him getting closer and closer. Um, Cameron Payne, we have to see if he's back or not. But I assume that he's going to potentially sit in this one. Um. I mean, Booker sat the first end. It was a groin injury. Who knows if he's going to play the second end. Did they sit him on the first end to play Paul or sit Paul on the second end? So uh, what are your thoughts here on the Washington side? Yeah, this is a game that
2: really is going to probably depend on a lot of news for me. Like, like we we just got Bradley Beal back, so it kind of practice every one of these guys out of play for me except for a guy like Beal. I think Bill's the only person I would really probably he's make cheap,
1: sure. right? Yeah, he, his price seems really low. Eight seven, like I don't know, like
2: I I definitely think his price is definitely cheap, but it's also like the way he has played this season. Also, it's just well, eight seven on Fanduel on seventy nine on DK, yeah, on DK that's cheap. So like he's someone that that probably is a high priority for me on this thing because he still has that upside of fifty. Maybe even sixty points. It's just that he doesn't shoot a lot because he has a well better, te- a much better team around him. So uh, he's someone I definitely think we have to play. But that's the only person I would I would consider today. Um, I don't think I would really like anyone else from Washington just because of the price point. Um, yeah, th- that's that's my pretty much analysis. Maybe maybe Gafford, if you wanted like a little bit of salary relief. That's that, but that's really about it, and that's honestly kind of a stretch.
1: Yeah, I mean, Beal at seventy nine hundred is probably my favorite on DraftKings. Um, Kuzma way too expensive with Beal back. I think that someone like Porzingis has like the the ceiling to potentially be in play at nine k. I think it's a little bit lower. Um, and then like the value guys that we've been playing with Beal out, uh, they're just all priced up too much, uh, with Beal back. So I don't see a ton of value here. Um, just overall. So, I mean, Washington, a team that we've played a lot over the last week, but you got to jump right back off. Now, uh, the prices are too high. Beal is back unless he randomly gets ruled out or someone gets rolled out. I don't think we're looking at a ton of Washington options here. And then on the Phoenix side, I mean, we got to see what the injuries look like here. You know, is is Paul going to sit and Beal play? Is that what they were kind of doing here? I mean, they're they're smashing the Lakers in the fourth quarter. It's a twenty point game um, with nine minutes to go. Paul's at twenty eight minutes. Um, he's not back. He he just checked back in. As I was, I just was like, oh, he's not going to come back in. He just checked back in um, in this one. So I think you're going to have to wait and see what we're looking at for Phoenix as far as who's in and who's out. Uh, What are your general thoughts here on the Suns?
2: Okay. So if, if Booker is still out and with and Chris Paul plays, I love Aiton. Um, and I don't mind Chris Paul. Um, but Aiton would be more of a priority for me. I think if Booker is playing and Chris Paul is out, Booker's a must play regardless. Um, I also do like McCullough Bridges a lot. He like especially uh, on Fanduel at seven five with the steals and block up block upside. He would fit a balance build. I think very um, very well here in the spot. So those are the guys that would mainly target here. Um, I don't. I'm not interested in playing a guy like Craig. Maybe and in, in the thing about it, and then also think about it. Uh, what I want to mention Damian Lee. I think he's a good tournament play, only if Devin Booker is out. So um, that's that's the only way I would play him uh, or consider him in my 150. Other than that, I I don't think I can play anyone else here. I know Shamit's been getting some a little bit of minutes, but I just don't I don't trust the consistency of him, and I don't think that this is a spot where we should try to go for um, get Q here, I guess, or go for an upside game with him because I don't think he has it in this matchup.
1: If Payne, Johnson, and Booker sit, I think Shamit and Damian Lee are are fine fine value plays. We just don't have a ton of value yet, Um, depending on how the day kind of goes about. Like, I love the Aiton call. Um, I talked about him on Expert Survey on Monday about how him and Okaji have seen the hugest, like the biggest increase, and Okaji's not getting any any minutes, um, so that kind of stunk. But uh, Lee was playing really well, and I think... um, with him playing so well they kind of let him take what okiji's been doing so yeah i mean i think there's a lot of value to be had on phoenix depending on who's in and who's out so a lot to look at here in this one depending on the injury news it's nine o'clock game might have to make some adjustments late um with this one so we finish it out with the 10 o'clock solo game memphis at denver 2.33 total in this one. Memphis Grizzlies, a a one-and-a-half-point favorite going up against the Denver Nuggets. On the Denver side, KCP is questionable. Jeff Green is questionable. Murray is questionable. Michael Porter Jr. is doubtful. And then on the Memphis side, Bain and Green remain out. Let's go to the Memphis side first here, Dre. Um, I mean, I have a hard time not having a ton of interest in John Morant in this one because if this game stays close, I think Ja or, like, a Dylan Brooks or a Triple J, they're going to have to have a big game. So, I mean, we're all going to like Jokic. I mean, it's a five-game slate. Jokic is going to project for the highest amount of raw points on the slate. So we're all going to like Jokic. It's do we run it back? Who do we run it back with? Um, What are your thoughts here on Memphis?
2: Uh, On Memphis, (sighs) Sorry, I'm just looking at this. I'm looking at Jokic and looking at his stats real quick. Um, but but Memphis wise, I like I don't mind taking a shot on Jaron Jackson as a tournament play. Um I think I know he's a little bit handsy here, but I think he's a phenomenal, uh a, a excellent tournament play. That's probably gonna be low that's gonna be low on because no one typically likes to play him. and he, he's in that weird price range uh on FanDuel seven seven. Um and on DK, he on DK, he is Coming in at six seven, which is which is significantly cheaper. Um, so I would probably prioritize some more on that site there for sure. Um, but I think Jared but but also the Jared Jackson, I think he's a good play. Not not a it's it's just tough. If he you can play only play sixteen minutes, the price is gonna be hard to just find the value to play with him. But if you're willing to find a, if you can find a guy that's gonna give you probably about twenty to twenty-five in a lower, cheap, cheaper range, and that way you can fit John Morant and maybe Jokic in, I would definitely try to do that and squeeze that out if possible. But I think that he, I think that they are definitely a uh, fantastic place uh, for sure. Um, I even also don't mind taking shots here on Dylan Brooks um, as, uh, as the Denver um, Nuggets are not that great at the guard position uh, statistically wise. So that's someone I don't mind um, in GPPs
0: Listen to the deal on Spotify.
1: Yeah. I mean, for me, if you can make John Morant work, I think he's fantastic as the run back in tournaments, Brooks or triple J. I think are, are very interesting plays. Once you get past that, it's just, the minutes are so spread out. Trying to predict where those minutes are going to come from is extremely hard. Um, I think I would love Clarkson
2: in this spot if we knew he was going to play a lot of minutes. like even the, Or even the 20 to 22, Like I would probably really consider Clarkson as a good value play, but those minutes vary. Clarkson? Clark. Or Clark. Clark. Yeah, Clark. it's like, Clarkson. wrong team.
1: <laughs> 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 you could. Yeah, I mean, size-wise, they're definitely going to need size. I don't know how much Adams... Will be on Jokic. Like I don't. I just don't know how like that's going to work out for Stephen Adams. <laughs> it hasn't worked out for anybody lately. Um. So we'll see. Denver side. I mean, listen, it's a five game slate. You're being contrarian if you're not playing Jokic today. The guy has over 80 fantasy points in three of his last four games. He's been absolutely smashing. 20 shot attempts in four of his last five. Give me the ball. I am going to do something with it, has been Nikola Jokic lately. He had 27 rebounds against Charlotte the other night. We always talk about how bad Charlotte is rebounding. Jokic just said, hey, look, this is what's possible. Um, talk to me about Denver. First, I want to
2: find out, like you think. do you think Jokic is a must-play today?
1: Do I think he's a must-play? No. Do I think he is a guy that's going to be 60% owned in most contests? Yes.
2: Okay, and I definitely would be. I think there's a reason I say that because I think it's a good, good way, a good reason to be contrarian and not play him today. Twelve five mm-hmm. on Fanduel and eleven eight on DK. He has to have pretty much sixty fantasy points just hit value. I know the role points matter, but there's other. We I think we have a, a couple other guys on some spots that can give you fifties. And, and get sit in the 60s um Jokies definitely has to have that like he has to have not just a 60 i think he has to have a monster upside games to separate especially if those other guys get there but he, nonetheless he's still a good play adams defense he ha, he's pretty much been unstoppable like the last like games against him he's had a triple double uh six, the 35 16 and sixth uh then it's a 34 11 and five. 23 7 and 7, 32 7 and 8, um respectively against Steven Adams in the last like five games. And it makes it hard to really, really not want to roster him. But I think just taking the contrarian approach and just not playing a lot of him and getting maybe a guy like Jamal Murray as a primary guy might be my way to go tomorrow. But I understand the reason why everyone wants to play Jokic and it might be my I might I might lose on that, but as a GPP play, Um, I think I'd rather go with a guy like Jamal Murray and a guy like Aaron Gordon, who's been playing pretty well lately. Um, So those are like the two main guys I would think I would consider. You could get a little bit of, I think, uh, Bruce Brown here in this matchup too as well. I I don't mind him in in this spot, as I think he will be needed on the court. But other than that, that's, that's really the main
1: guys I think I would be targeting for this game. So you're in the camp of you really want Jamal Murray to play with this questionable tag, um, yes? Because I mean, it, it becomes even harder to fade Jokic if Murray sits. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Because Bones Highland is so cheap that it just makes it all work. Especially if KCP sits too. Um, I I, I mean Jokic is gonna smash. It, it just like you said, you're hoping that he goes for sixty and not seventy. Um, and you're hoping that. Like like I talked about, like if you're going Jokic Morant, you're hoping that like a Julius Randle Bradley Beal and one more stud kind of combo just outscores it, and you hope that like that extra potential stud is enough to kind of counteract maybe one of the value plays that the lineup is going to need to get in Jokic uh, and Morant. So, I mean, I, I definitely hear you. Um, game theory wise, I definitely could see playing 30% in 100 lineups um I, I i don't recommend anybody playing zero unless he gets ruled out for some reason but i don't think this is a spot like if you're running more than 3 teams you're fading jokic oh yeah just no. because of the slate so i mean if you're if you're going single entry and you're like hey i'm just going to play the game theory play tonight and you're not going to play jokic like you know what you're doing going in you know that probably most of the time you're going to lose but if you get that game where he just doesn't go bonkers You know, like the Lakers the other night, he scored 58 fantasy points. That doesn't kill you if your guys do their thing. So, I hear you, man. Game theory on a five-game slate is very, very playable. Um, Again, I think if you're running more than three teams, even like more than three teams, I don't think you're fading Jokic. Unless you're just going in like uh, DraftKings runs those 20-entry max, like $4, $3, I don't know what they are for NBA. Um, But they run those tournaments, like you're going in going, hey, I'm going to... Be overweight on Jokic and like high dollar stuff, and then I'm gonna use this 20 entry max. Um, was it four dollar or three dollar tournament? Yeah, it's four dollars. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna use eighty bucks. I have a thousand dollars, I'm overweight on Jokic, so I'm gonna use this eighty bucks, and I'm just gonna fade him completely in this 20 entry. And if he for some reason busts or gets hurt, I mean it's NBA, anything can happen, then that's where I'm hoping to you know take that down to coop my losses and, and have it a profitable night that way i mean there's so many ways especially with nba that you can hedge against your own lineups um we talk about it in baseball all the time you can do it in nba as well so tournament big brain thinking man um, yeah. <laughs> always gotta have some fun with it so i do that i do it in nascar all the time i'll i'll run 150 and then i'll be way overweight on like a guy i know it's gonna be really popular and i'll fade him in the 20-inch max and it, th- i mean there's been maybe two times. I think that I can remember, I can remember two off the top of my head that I've um, finished in the top three in the 20 inch or max fading uh, the guy that crushed me. And uh, wow. I think there was one time that it actually, I still think I ended up losing money. I was so overweight on the guy. So um, <laughs> you never know, <laughs> you never, you never know. know. So, all right, let's play the morning grind game. And then we are going to get out of here. We're going to use draft Kings pricing and scoring like always. Favorite play, under 5K to go 7X. Who do you got today as a value play? Uh, give me
2: one second. I'm going to go with my guy, Victor Oladipo. All
1: right. I like that. I like that. I'm going to go to the guy that you talked about um, that I totally forgot to mention. So uh, Jalen Duran for Detroit. Playing minutes. Good matchup against Utah. Um, if, I mean, on FanDuel, is he center only?
2: Thought he was center. Let me check
1: again, because I thought
2: he was center power four, but might not be. Oh, yeah, he's only center. He's
1: center only. That might be tough to play him on FanDuel, but on DraftKings, because we're using DraftKings, I get a utility. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Um,
2: <sighs> My bust is going to be... <laughs> I'm going to not, because every time I say that, he's gone. that's when he's really going to have a big game. I'm just gonna say, it really is tough because I want to say Kyle Kuzma. I'm gonna say yeah, I'm just gonna say Kyle Kuzma.
1: So I had written down. Um, I'm with you, on same page. I'm gonna go Tyler Hero. I know Hero can have these big game shooting, and he's been definitely you know rebounding and getting more assists. But his rebound and assist rate both drop with Butler on the floor. Butler back for this game. Hero is at a season high 8800 on DraftKings so I'm going to go with Tyler Hero. Uh favorite 6x play, price doesn't matter, just the guy that you think is going to get 6x on the slate. Who do you got?
2: I'm going to go with You know, I'm going to I'm going to switch. I'm going to I'm going to be a little bit different. I'm not going to go with a popular game. I think I'm going to go with
1: Bradley Bill here this spot i like that um especially on his price on um DraftKings today i like that a lot um i mean this is tough i, I would i would definitely say Aiden if i knew beal was going to be out because I, I like the price tag on Aiton and i think he could have a really good game but not knowing um i'm just gonna go julius randall he's one of my favorite plays on this slate so give me julius randall let's get weird gpp play of the day what do you got who's who are you getting weird with today
2: uh let's see who does i'm gonna i'm gonna get weird probably nah he doesn't play enough minutes for me i wish he did i well except i'll go with him because you never know he might pop up with some minutes here in this spot um i'm gonna go with andre drummond
1: okay all right now you're
2: way you're way getting weird um yeah. Like 10 to 15 minutes, if he – he in that 10 to 15 minutes with Miami not really having any bigs up front that can stop him, I think that he can easily have a
1: double-double here in the spot. There you go. I mean, he might need to do double-double in 12 minutes. So <laughs> you're going to need some offensive boards um, <laughs> in that time. Um, I'm going to go Laurie and not as crazy as Dre over here. I think Laurie Markkinen is going to be really low owned tonight. Um, love this matchup against Detroit. They're a fantastic team to target um, just really anybody against. They're so bad defensively. I think they're 29th in defensive rating. These teams play at pretty similar paces. Um, so I'm going to go Laurie Marketing to have a big game here tonight. Uh, Dre, any bets, anything standing out to you here night before before we move on and get out of here?
2: Um, bet wise, I haven't looked at anything yet, but I would definitely – let me actually look at one thing because I know Price Fix tends to have some bets, and I've been heavy on Price Fix a lot lately, which I should probably get into the prop shop where 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 Chief has. But I see some of these New York Knicks lines are out right now. Um, I probably would take the points, rebounds, and assists that they don't have it yet, but I would definitely would take that probably over for a guy like uh, Julius Randle if it's around probably 38. 30, 35. I would take that. I would take between those areas. I would take the over on that
1: one. All right. Nothing really jumping off the page to me. Um, I want to see some of the injuries in that Phoenix game. And I mean, that's definitely one. And then I think the Golden State New York game has a good chance to potentially go over. Yeah. Um, it's at, it was, it was kind of, was it 222, 220, 222, and a half on some books. I, I mean, that one I lean over. I think that game will be a little bit more scoring than 222 and a half. Um, so that's kind of where I'm leaning. As far as sleeper, the sleeper part of this game, they don't have a ton of stuff out yet. Um, I was just looking. So I will try to remember to tweet something tomorrow on sleeper. Have a super busy day tomorrow. Um, getting ready for weekend Christmas, um, NFL and NBA and stuff like that. So um, busy, busy day tomorrow. So. I will try to remember. If not, we'll try to get something out for Wednesday's Sleeper Slate. So hope everyone enjoyed. That's going to wrap it up here for Tuesday. We'll be back Wednesday talking more hoops. Good luck. We'll see you guys again tomorrow.